Today's episode of the Ministry Minded Podcast is proud to be partnered with Anchor Podcasts. Anchor is the easiest way for anyone to make a podcast. If you have a latent idea that's just kind of lying around for a show you would like to record one day, I'm confident that anyone could use this platform to host, record, and distribute your podcast, turning your idea into a reality. Anchor puts everything you need to be successful all in one place. You can start a new recording right from your mobile device. They also have convenient creation tools that allow you to edit your audio files so they sound crisp and great. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, letting listeners find your show almost everywhere, including Spotify, Anchor Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and several others. And best of all, it's free. There are no hosting fees or monthly subscriptions or minimum listener counts, just an easy-to-use platform to get your podcast out there at no cost to you. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Ministry Minded Podcast, a show that seeks to marvel at the mercy of God that meets us in our messy ministries. I'm, of course, your host, Pastor Brad Gray. I, uh, I serve as the senior pastor of Stonington Baptist Church right here in Pegsinos, Pennsylvania. Uh, I am so happy to be coming to you and sharing with you this uh, this brief podcast. Uh, I mean, it's really going to be a lot shorter than I normally do, um, and I apologize for that. <laughs> I'm apologizing in advance for the uh, briefness of this particular episode, but I just wanted to come and share with you some uh, a quick little update on me and what's been going on with, in my life a little bit this past week. Um, this week has been a chore, <laughs> to say the least, um, but I am glad to say, I'm happy to say that I am finally done with uh, my last assignment for my seminary class for this semester, so I'm now officially done uh, with, uh, not with seminary altogether, but with seminary at least for a while, um, and it couldn't have come soon enough. <laughs> um, I have just been really working my tail off uh, pretty much all year, so I've done spring classes and summer classes and now winter term classes, and uh, I've done a lot uh, in the midst of all that, too, on top of uh, everything else that I had going on. I was doing all that seminary reading and writing, and so... Uh, I am taking a little bit of break from seminary work for a little bit. So, uh, cause I've just, um, been exhausted, <laughs> but I'm glad to, I'm glad, I'm really thankful for all that I've learned. Um, but this year has had a lot of going on. I ended up, I counted this. I wrote 40, over 45,000 words, uh, for seminary assignments this year. So, uh, needless to say, uh, it has been an exhausting year, uh, on top of that, everything going on with this pandemic and trying to pastor and be a dad and be a husband in the midst of all that on top of having my knee surgically replaced um you could say it's been a really full calendar year <laughs> and uh, school has taken a lot out of me so uh all that to say i'm i'm just want to share with you i was really thankful to um to be able to take seminary i am thankful now too to take a little bit of a break to just um 
uh, relax for a little bit in terms of seminary reading and writing and and getting graded for what I'm reading and and all that kind of stuff. So I'm gonna I'm really looking forward to just uh, reading for the sake of reading and not getting a grade on it, <laughs> at least for a little bit, if not. Um, so uh, I'm I'm planning on going back uh, in the fall of 2021. So I'll I'll go back uh, next year. Uh, so take an extended little little reprieve from seminary assignments. So I'm looking forward to that. But I hope you've had a good week. Um, my week has been busy, but I'm thankful for all that I've been able to do. I'm really excited to get into the pulpit on Sunday and continue preaching through um, some Advent uh, sort of stuff. So we we preached on Isaiah 40 last week. This week where I'm getting ready to preach on Isaiah 61, and I'm really excited to just study uh, some of these prophetic messianic messages out of the Old Testament, and just it gets all of this anticipation in the air, which is really what Advent's all about. So um, I'm really excited for that. Next week I'll be getting back into the normal swing of things, so to speak, in terms of recording a more fuller podcast. Uh, hopefully getting some more podcasts out there. There's a lot of things that I have uh, wanted to record, and it's just been laying in this queue for a little bit. <laughs> uh, but I hope to get to it now uh, that I don't have as much um, assignments uh, hanging over my shoulders. Um, for now, I just want to leave you with one really quick thought. Um, we all remember that phrase, a phrase that gets thrown out a lot at this time of year, uh, remember the reason for the season. And uh, that cliche is... Um, is a true cliche, I think, and whenever there's a cliche that is really true, it's oftentimes one of the ones that we often take for granted, that we overlook most. So, um, I think it is really true that we must remember, We it takes a lot sometimes to remember the reason for the season, and I, I think... It goes into sort of what I've studied this semester, actually, with uh, seminary classes. I was doing some Old Testament surveys, and... The reason for the season, I think, is so indicative of what we find in all of the Old Testament, which is, namely, uh, we are everywhere shown in all of the books of the Old Testament a God who is absolutely adamant about rescuing his people. Uh, every story... Uh, Every story has has really shown amazing, I think, profound perspectives uh, to this end. That the the God that we have, there's nothing He won't do in order to save those that He loves, even if it means coming down to where His people are and becoming like them in order to save them from themselves. That's what He's going to do. Uh, scene after scene, scandal after scandal, episode after episode in the Old Testament attest to the fact that despite all of the atrocities that this world is, is has, despite all the travesties that we experience, despite all the corruption that that populates this this world of ours of sin and dust and gravel, that this God isn't afraid to step into that world and intervene in a really demonstrable way to mediate the ends that he wants to have uh, to have accomplished. Uh, this is the type of God that we have, the type of Savior that we sing about, the type of the type of Redeemer that we get to remember in this particular season. A God who willingly, graciously steps into the fray, steps into the mayhem, steps into the world of sin that we have made for ourselves in order to redeem it, in order to make it righteous. Uh, this is the wonderful hope 
that we have in the gospel. It's the, the, the wonderful uh, anticipation that we have right now in Advent as we remember the first Advent of our Lord and look forward to His second Advent. This is what we're celebrating right now, the, the appearing of the Savior. Uh, this is what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown, <laughs> and uh, I'm really thankful that we get to celebrate that at Christmas. We get to celebrate and remember uh, this glorious Savior that we have in Jesus Christ, uh, the one who steps into the mess that we've made, and he uh, redeems us from that mess. Um, what a wonderful message. Look at the Old Testament through those eyes. Um, oftentimes, I think we can get lost in so many of the details, so many of the perhaps morals that oftentimes come out of Old Testament stories. And to be sure, there's lots of moral lessons we can learn. Um, but the Bible is not primar primarily a moralistic book that is there to make us become more moral. Uh, it's, it's a book that is made it, it, to... It, it is a book that everywhere reveals uh, the God that steps into the mess of sin, that steps into our catastrophe. Uh, that's something I'm, I'm really uh, excited about preaching tomorrow at church. But uh, anyways, I, I'm so thankful for the season. I'm so thankful to be done with seminary. I'm so thankful to be able to learn uh, to... Uh, I'll just say this too. I'll, I'll, I'll give a plug for my seminary, Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. I'm so thankful for all of the faculty there, uh, all the, the teachers and professors I've been able to learn from. Uh, it's been a good year. Uh, a great year of learning and developing and growing in my faith, and I'm really thankful for uh, this institution and how it really is doing uh, what they're doing for the church. They are, uh, they've made that everywhere known in a lot of their just you know it's marketing and all that kind of stuff, but it's not just a marketing cliche. It's really what this seminary is known for, and what they are actually all about. They're, they are about the church, the local church, and. Uh, and training young men to become better leaders and better shepherds in local church contexts. So, uh, I'm really thankful for that, and I'm thankful to be able to learn from them. And uh, it's been it's been a good year. There's a lots more stuff uh, on the way, stuff I want to reflect on uh, coming up. So we'll get back more to normal stuff next week. But I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you uh, are able to be in your churches and to enjoy the fellowship of the saints and to uh, hear the ex exposition of the word in a way that speaks to your soul. Um, I'm looking forward to that tomorrow. I'm always excited to expound the Word, and uh, tomorrow's going to be no different. I'm so excited to uh, get back into the pulpit and preach, and uh, I'm excited and thankful for the opportunity that I get to preach the good news about the God that steps into, that steps into our mess. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, this has been a much briefer episode of Ministry Minded Podcast, but I hope it's been a blessing to you. Uh, if you're not already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I appreciate all the subscriptions and all of the notes of encouragement and support and prayers. Uh, just thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for subscribing. Uh, stick around after this uh, for a brief uh, word from the sponsor of the show, a brief word from uh, Fresh Roasted Coffee. But after that, I'll see you on the next episode. Okay, guys. Blessings. Do you like coffee? I know that you do, and that's why I want to tell you about Fresh Roasted Coffee. Fresh Roasted is a locally owned and operated coffee house right here in central Pennsylvania that is committed to providing the highest quality coffee on earth. They do so by sourcing only the freshest coffee beans and by using the most eco-friendly roasting technology in the world. 
fresh roasted USDA certified organic coffee beans. Ensure that your coffee is consistently regulated at each stage of the production process and completely free of GMOs and harmful synthetic substances. Fresh Roasted Coffee roasts their beans per order with immediate packaging and shipping directly to your door, meaning that you get to experience fresh coffee at its peak drinkability. That's what I like. I was introduced to Fresh Roasted Coffee soon after moving to central Pennsylvania, and I'm so happy I was because I think it's literally the best coffee out there. Their Blackbeard's Revenge blend is out of this world good. Whether you use a regular drip coffee maker or a pour-over or a French press, however you get your coffee fix, make it fresh roasted. Go to the link in the notes for this show and use the offer code GRACE10 at checkout. That's offer code GRACE10 at checkout to get a discount on your next order.